Hey everyone, it's Father Pat here today to offer you my reflections on the scripture readings for today. Today's readings are from Monday of the 28th week in Ordinary Time. A reading from the beginning of St. Paul's letter to the Romans. Paul, a slave of Christ Jesus, called to be an apostle and set apart for the gospel of God, which he promised previously through his prophets in the Holy Scriptures. The gospel about his son, descended from David according to the flesh, but established as Son of God in power, according to the Spirit of holiness, through resurrection from the dead, Jesus Christ our Lord. Through him we have received the grace of apostleship, to bring about the obedience of faith for the sake of his name among all the Gentiles, among whom are you also, who are called to belong to Jesus Christ. To all the beloved of God in Rome, called to be holy, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our response. The Lord has made known his salvation. The Lord has made known his salvation. Sing to the Lord a new song, for he has done wondrous deeds. His right hand has won victory for him, his holy arm. The Lord has made known his salvation. The Lord has made his salvation known in the sight of the nations. He has revealed his justice. He has remembered his kindness and his faithfulness toward the house of Israel. The Lord has made known his salvation. All the ends of the earth have seen the salvation by our God. Sing joyfully to the Lord, all you lands. Break into song. Sing praise. The Lord has made known his salvation. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. While still more people gathered in the crowd, Jesus said to them, This generation is an evil generation. It seeks a sign, but no sign will be given it, except the sign of Jonah. Just as Jonah became a sign to the Ninevites, so will the Son of Man be to this generation. At the judgment, the Queen of the South will rise with the men of this generation, and she will condemn them, because she came from the ends of the earth to hear the wisdom of Solomon, and there is something greater than Solomon here. At the judgment, the men of Nineveh will arise with this generation and condemn it, because at the preaching of Jonah they repented, and there is something greater than Jonah here. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Peace on earth, which man throughout the ages has so longed for and sought after, can never be established, never guaranteed, except by the diligent observance of the divinely established order. These are the first words of the papal encyclical titled Pacem and Terris, which was publicly issued on April the 11th, 1963, by Pope St. John XXIII. Less than two months after that, on June the 3rd, 1963, good Pope John, uh, as he was once known, died of stomach cancer. So they, it was really his last, you know, address to the church as the Holy Father. Today, which is his feast day, is a little bit unusual. Most, uh, most saints' feast days uh, are set on the day of their death, the day they entered into heaven, you know, in theory. But uh, Pope John's feast day is set on uh, October the 11th today, 
because uh, that was the opening day of the Second Vatican Council, which, of course, he uh, convened to the surprise of everybody who expected uh, the Pope, uh, elderly Pope John, uh, who was elected at a, a quite an advanced age, they expected that he would just uh, be Pope for a few years, just sort of stay the course, be a caretaker, um, and then pass the reins on to his successor. But Pope John surprised them all by calling uh, the the biggest uh, council, um, maybe biggest council in the history of the church. So we hear in today's gospel, Jesus says to the people that surround him, the crowds there, he says, this generation is an evil generation. It seeks a sign, but no sign will be given it except the sign of Jonah. So why does Jesus call his generation an evil generation? Well, because they are given the sign of Jonah, that after three days and three nights, not in the belly of a fish like Jonah, but in the clutches of death, Jesus will rise from the dead. There's no greater sign than that, that the Son of God is the only way to peace, to justice, to happiness, to love, and and to eternal life. And for that sign, uh, for the sign of his uh, his uh, God's love, for the sign of God's mercy for preaching the truth, Jesus gets killed. And the next generation, not only the apostles, but countless numbers of his disciples in the first three centuries of the church, die for proclaiming his name. And and honestly, the killing hasn't stopped. Yeah, there's the obvious. In some African, Middle Eastern, Asian nations, Christians are killed merely, merely for daring to call themselves Christians. But the words of John the 23rd were about war, or rather, in the midst of the Cold War, they were about the desire for all war to end. Has it ended? Ask the people of Afghanistan, ask the people of Nicaragua, people of Haiti, of Venezuela, of Cuba, of Taiwan. Ask the people on our southern border or in inner city Chicago. I don't think the war has ended. Remember what Pope John said, peace can never be established never guaranteed, except by the diligent observance of the divinely established order. In other words, peace can never be established if we don't faithfully follow the Prince of Peace in all things. That divinely established order was captured in modern language in the documents of the Second Vatican Council, and we've mostly ignored those words too. Heck, even the, even the Church is still fighting about it. And meanwhile, our generation, this generation, seems to believe in nothing. And yet we still seek a sign. Pope St. John the Twenty-Third, pray for us. Have a great day.